They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother. Hush your mouth. But I'm talking about Hatchet. Then we can dig it. The really real deal with brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, every Saturday. Who is the Hatchet Man? Where is the Hatchet Man? Who is this Hatchet Man and where can we find him? Okay, okay. Brother Craig is the Hatchet Man and you can find him at WMTW 820The Answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW. Now, no more water, you guys. Please. Sing it, sing it, sing it. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, where every year, folks, we don't do Christmas, we do Christmas. And uh, <laughs> welcome to the program, and uh, welcome to, again, we are celebrating the beginning of our 10th year on the air. And, uh, folks, I'm going to tell you, I just love this time of year. Uh, I mean, I, just, I had a ball out uh, in, at the road in front of my house building uh, a nice little manger uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, Jesus's earthly father was a carpenter and, uh, and I would, I would imagine that, uh, at some point during his life, he was quite a carpenter himself. And, uh, and of course he had to be about the work of his, uh, heavenly father, uh, more so than the work of his earthly father. But it was kind of cool to be a carpenter building on Jesus's house, his first house. <laughs> so we got that, that nice little manger up. And uh, I got it finished just in time for this beautiful, beautiful snowfall. And uh, it's like a, a Christmas card picture out there. And uh, we just we pray that you all are well. We know the snow is not really, really bad. But, uh, you know, anytime you get a little slick stuff on the road, uh, things can happen. Uh, I, we've already gotten word that there are people whose uh, power is out. And uh, so just be careful out there. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, growth on the trees and it doesn't take much. Uh, and the snow is pretty wet. So, uh, yeah, I know the, uh, the all the decorative trees around my property, they're all leaning way, way down and, and uh, touching the ground. 
And uh, but just be careful out there. And uh, if you're if you're out there driving and if you want to call the program, uh, please be safe. Pull over uh, before you call. Uh, the number here is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, uh, and as I said earlier, you know, we, um, for you who are longtime listeners, you, uh, you know, we've promoted it out. Uh, and also I want to say, uh, uh, hi to our, okay, there's the camera. We want, we want to say hi to our Facebook, uh, friends out there. <laughs> we are broadcasting live on Facebook and, um, you know, many of you know that uh, what we've been doing for the last 10 years uh, here with the Really Real Deal, that this is the communications arm of uh, an organization I started, uh, the First Amendment, Inc. And uh, the First Amendment, Inc.'s purpose is to let folks know that freedom, basically to let you know that freedom is a use it or lose it proposition. And my take on freedom is that uh, it's the same as the Founding Fathers. Uh, if you read the Declaration of Independence, uh, they did not declare that they were granting anyone freedom. They declared that our rights come from God and that the purpose of government is to secure those rights, to defend those rights, to uphold those rights. Not, this is important because this is where we differ from Democrats, communists, socialists, atheists, fascists, Muslim fundamentalists. We, we differ, I, and all those jokers, I call them the coalition of evil. And yes, I said jokers, and no, I'm not taking it back, okay? Um, because their concept of freedom, all of them, okay, from, from the Quran, from Islam, which literally means to submit, okay? And now, now if there's some nice, kind, gentle Muslim out there that isn't cool with that, fine. You know, I'll accept you as an individual. But the written word of your faith says it's submission. You are to submit, okay? You don't have a free will. You are to submit. And if you don't submit, we're going to cut your head off. Well, we don't do that here in America, okay? Or at least... We who are members of what I teach to, preach to, speak to, the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition, the five C's. And uh, we, we don't do it that way. The founding fathers set up a system where we don't do it that way. The founding fathers set up a system where even the Muslim is protected. Okay? Even the atheist is protected. Even the homosexual is protected. Now, the un and even the Democrat, okay? The, yeah, even the Democrat is protected, okay? These same Democrats that spawned the Ku Klux Klan, these same Democrats that the, the first Democrat president, Andrew Jackson, marched the Native Americans from the eastern part of the United States uh, out to uh, Oklahoma and other areas west of the Mississippi, in the Trail of Tears, the same Democrats that had Abraham Lincoln killed because rather than expand freedom to the actual original intent, rather than do that, they'd rather divide the nation, okay? Uh, these same Democrats that fought uh, the late great Republican Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., all right, and fought his father, Republican 
Reverend Martin Luther King Sr. and fought his brother, Republican Reverend A.D. King. Okay? Fought them all. Fought them all. The same Constitution protects you jokers. And so this is our idea. Freedom. Freedom. The freedom that is promised to us as followers of Christ is extended to those that even in this holy, holy Christmas season, even those that do not follow Christ, you're free. You're free. You're exercising the free will that God gave you. And I've been saying it for years, and it bears repeating right now. There's only two forms of government, folks, two and only two. One form is the form that I champion, that I've been championing for 10 years. Or we're, we're actually, we're, we're beginning our 10th year. And I've actually been championing this longer than that, but this is our 10th year of doing this publicly, being on the air and uh, through our organization, The First Amendment, Inc. And, and by the way, our new website is thereallyrealdeal.com. It's kind of cool. Uh, Mrs. Hatchett and I and our wonderful uh, Erica Holland is a wonderful web developer, and uh, we highly, highly recommend her. And uh, you're just going to love the website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And uh, check it out. But uh, and, and actually, if you're online, you can listen live to the program through the website. The, you know, it'll just say click, click here to listen live. OK, so uh, you won't miss much if you switch over. All right. But anyway, um, back to my main point about the First Amendment, the First Amendment, Inc., the really real deal, what we've been doing for 10 years and why we're having our first ever uh, extended fundraiser, our first event as a fundraiser throughout the rest of the year, the, the entire month of December. We had a wonderful time at our offices at the Virginia Christian Alliance last week. We had good friends. We had fans. It was kind of cool to have a live audience. I've never had a live audience watch me do the radio before. <laughs> and uh, that was nice. And uh, the applause at the end of the program, that was nice. And uh, the fellowship afterwards, that was wonderful. Uh, it's a, that's a true treasure. And, you know, it's, it's great to know that there are friends and, and people that appreciate uh, what we do. And, uh, you know, our team, we, we work really, really hard to um, do what we believe the Lord has put on us to do because we don't, we don't see enough of this, all right, what – what I've seen most of my adult life is people trying to say, well, there's two things you don't discuss, politics and religion. And see, and, uh, and dumb old me, I talk about them both all the time. And then and, and I intertwine them. And uh, we need more of that because uh, the, the founders of our faith, Jesus Christ entwined them. The, the early church entwined them. The founding fathers entwined them. It's okay to take our Christian faith into our marriages. As a matter of fact, that's preferable. It's okay and preferable to take your Christian faith into your child rearing, into your business practices. It's okay to take your Christian faith everywhere, but why can you not take it into politics? Because Satan has convinced folks, and again, the number here is 804-454-1366. If you'd like to chime in uh, in the beginning of our 10th year on the air, 804-454-1366. And, uh, 
Also, I need to give another number. Let me just interrupt myself for for someone that may want to just uh, make a donation to the First Amendment Inc. and and perhaps they don't want to get on the air. Uh, we you can go directly to our donation center. That phone number is 804-251-0029. 804-251-0029. And that and again, that number is up on the website, thereallyrealdeal.com. And please, when you go to the website, a window will pop up asking you if you want to receive our newsletter. And so we just we pray for your patience. Uh, this is a new endeavor doing the daily newsletter. Uh, there may be a few hiccups. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've had quite a few hiccups and that we've overcome them. Even last week when we were broadcasting live from the Virginia Christian Alliance, there were some hiccups. Uh, we were doing it a live remote, not in studio. And, uh, and of course, uh, the team definitely overcame each and every hiccup, but they were there. And, and the folks, uh, as a matter of fact, you who perhaps were watching on Facebook, as well as the, those that were there in person, they got to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> okay, so they got to see this, this pop up and that pop up and how folks just handled it. And so that was a true blessing. And it was quite an experience. And uh, but anyway, we're back in studio today and um, I'm going to wrap this up so we can go to our first break. But um, again, uh, my point about freedom being a user to lose it proposition and the two forms of government, which are the things that we champion. And and my prayer is that you will see value in this as, uh, you know, we are fighting for not just my grandchildren, but your grandchildren, because they, they can't guarantee freedom for themselves in the future. We have to do that right now, folks. We have to work hard, fight hard, fight smart. Okay, stop being um, Republican governor goofball. Stop being Republican senator stupid. You know, stop falling for the tricks of the enemy at every turn. You know, they are just like their godfather Saul Alinsky taught them. He says, use their book against them. You see, and we're going to talk a little later in the program with my good friend, Pastor Carl Gallups, about the situation down in Alabama with Roy Moore. And they're at it again. These evil, wicked people that at their own convention, they booed the inclusion of the name of God into the Democrat platform. They literally booed it. You can pull the video up on YouTube and see and hear for yourself. Okay, the leadership of the Democrat Party tried to fool people to make people think that Democrats love God just as much as Republicans. But the 10,000 people in the auditorium were not having it. They booed, and they loudly booed, okay? And so now these people want to wax eloquent uh, that they're so holy because this horrible man, Roy Moore, it's a trick, it's a scam, folks, okay? And we're going to talk about it uh, in the 1130 uh, segment, uh, my good friend, Pastor Carl Gallops, is going to call the program, and he lives down there, and he's on the Board of Regents at the uh, University of Mobile, which is in Alabama. And so his church is in North Florida, very, very close to Alabama. So we're going to get a um, real good analysis from him, not only on the Roy Moore situation, but on the situation with Jerusalem. Okay, so... But anyway, I'm a little long with my opening segment. 
We're going to take our first break. We encourage you, um, go to the new website, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, we, we ask for your donations. This, this is something I have to get better at. Of not, you know, that there's a saying in the Bible, you have not because you ask not. So for the first time in our 10-year history, we're making a concerted effort to, to ask. You know, okay, knock and it shall be uh, open, seek and ye shall find. And and we we're, we're working we're working that out. So um, this is a Macedonian call, uh, one Christian brother. Hopefully, to many many more that are out there listening. Uh, the number here in studio 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, brother Craig. Ooh. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Now, isn't that precious, folks? <laughs> Welcome back to the program. And, uh, you know, just in case someone out there uh, didn't get the memo that you cannot take Christ out of Christmas. And uh, so, you know, I'm so happy. And uh, welcome back to the program, by the way. 
And, uh, and if you're just joining us, this is the really real deal. I am your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And, uh, you know, I've had this saying for 10 years now, the truth is my hatchet. I bring it and I sling it. And uh, we have a kind of a, 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 a kinder, gentler version of the really real deal during the Christmas season. And, uh, you know, for 11 months, we hit it really, really hard. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, but during December, we like to dial it down just a little bit and, um, you know, let the beautiful Christmas music linger a little bit longer. Uh, during the regular year, you know, we're usually playing uh, music uh, going in and out of break. is usually something like it's a man's world or who let the dogs out or uh, what about the man in the mirror um, or you got to think uh, by Aretha Franklin. Uh, you know, that's the type of stuff we like to do. And uh, but anyway, um, a short segment here with through what three minutes to the bottom of the hour news break. Uh, so I want to uh, first of all, the number here is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And uh, the new website is the really real deal dot com. And we are uh, and I, I did say it earlier, but it bears repeating the um, the folks that have donated uh, money to the First Amendment, Inc., the folks that showed up to lend their support, uh, all the prayer warriors, all the uh, comments, Christmas cards, Christmas cards, rather. The um, the sentiments are, are just wonderful, uh, and we really appreciate it. And it's, uh, it's, it's good to know that there are people out here, people whom I respect, that have respect and appreciation for what we do. Uh, that means a lot. Uh, I'll tell you, I grew up um, really respecting my elders, uh, I would say, and uh, whether that's uh, family, school teachers, members of the church, members of the larger community. And it's, uh, I would say, you know, I know at some point I have to just get over it, but it's, it's heartbreaking that folks let the political divide create a situation where the things that we do on this program, that we get kudos literally from all over this nation. Uh, it's uh, laughed at, frowned upon, or ignored by many, many people and 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 the, the 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 hard part is that a lot of the people that I grew up with a great deal of respect for, that uh, that stings a little bit, and uh, so uh, when you out there in the listening audience, uh, when you show your appreciation, it means a lot. And uh, we're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and uh, thank you for being there, folks. Uh, again, the number here eight zero four four five four one three. Six, six.
Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we want to say uh, hello and welcome to uh, all of our Facebook uh, fans out there. And um, we really appreciate you guys uh, out there also. Anyway, uh, the number here... Uh, as we were saying earlier, we are so blessed and privileged and, and really an honored. Uh, it really is an honor to be invited into your, your homes, your automobiles, and increasingly on all these mobile devices uh, for everything from computers to, to cell phones. <laughs> We'd love to get a call in here from someone that's on a computer, cell phone, or, or any device. Uh, we would just love it. The number here is 804 804- Four five four one three six six eight zero four four five four one three six six and um, this is um, our, our very first uh, real effort at fundraising. Uh, something that uh, we're going to have to learn to do uh, a much better job of, <laughs> and uh, we're going to try to do this uh, probably twice a year uh, going forward. And uh, so far, uh, we've we've gotten a good response, and uh, we just want to say uh, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. I, I appreciate you guys out there, and uh, we want to acknowledge uh, Ray, Kay, Fred, Bev, Dana, Robin, Laurie, Mary. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, you know, freedom isn't free, uh, and uh, you know there are many, many uh, out here, and uh, we we have uh, Mike from Richmond is uh, on the line. Uh, Mike, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, Merry Christmas, Brother Hatchet Man. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas. to you too, sir. Yeah. Listen. Good to hear your voice. Uh Uh-huh. It's good to hear your voice. You know, you have one of those uh, rassable uh, type voices, uh, you know, the type of guy that I know when you say something, you mean it. (laughs) Oh, oh, well, I, oh, well, I got you fooled anyway. <laughs> now, listen, all, all, com- all compliments appreciated. Now, the other day, and I don't know who it was that said it, probably somebody in the Republican Party of Virginia, uh-huh. there's no sense in Corey Stewart running against Kane because he can't win, and I'm saying oh, myself, oh, goodness. really? Really? We need to run a real winner like Ed Gillespie against him. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. This... I, I am... I am sick of these uh, Republicans. These low, Craig, I well, am sick of them. Sick. Well, now you got to be accurate, now, Mike. They're they're not just Republicans. They're low fat Republicans. Okay, zero oh, grams, right. <laughs> zero that's grams right. common sense, zero grams onion power, uh, zero grams ability to think outside the box. You know these yeah. guys. These guys they walk in a straight line. And, um, you know, it's like a bird flying in a straight line rather than zigzagging. You can shoot him out the air, um, you know, ten times out of ten. Well, and another thing, you talk about the not onion toters, they're two weeks to carry a bag of onions. Well, you know, they're so busy toting those blueberries around, Mike. Well, blueberries aren't heavy like onions. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay, pal, have a good one and take care, and I hope you have a long career on the radio because we need more people like you. And one other thing, brother. Yes, sir. If we don't do something about this public education, we are going to be lost because that's where it really starts, there well, and in the home. You know, I'm the school choice advocate at the Virginia Christian Alliance, and our position is this, Mike. 
Uh, no more nibbling around the edges with uh, school choice voucher here or there or tax credit here or there. Or we're going to do this for the poor or, you know, pat me on the back. I love poor people so much that I passed a bill and we're going to our bill is going to be 200 percent of the poverty level. I mean, that's an insult, Mike. What they mm-hmm. what we really need is we need. We need to explain, and this is going to be one of my huge initiatives this year, Mike. We need to yeah. have a debate uh, on the entire nature of public education. There needs to be no more competition between public schools and private schools. There just needs to be schools. And well, give well, the parent, true. give every parent a voucher and no more million-dollar check to the school board just a $10,000 check to the parent, and it can only be used for education. That's for tuition, transportation, books, computers, et cetera. That's all you can use the money for. And look, and if these uh, public school teachers think that their schools are so great, then vote with your feet, okay? You You take your voucher and you send your child to the school that you think will best serve your child's needs. And so there be right. that'd be the end of this talk about we're going to take money from public education and give it to private education. There's no such thing. There's just education. Okay? Yeah, you're, you're right there, brother. I'll tell you another thing. I've been living in this city for 54 years, and I'm getting ready. Well, I just paid my real estate taxes for the second half the other day. Mm-hmm. And I said, 54 years, I have given the city thousands upon thousands of dollars in taxes, and what have I gotten in return for it? Mm-hmm. What have I got? A high crime rate, rotten schools, you know, a, a, an outrageous illegitimacy rate. What have I gotten for all this money? Yeah. And look, and on whose watch is this happening? Okay, you talk about people say Corey Stewart can't win. In, and they're going to say the same thing about Nick Freitas, okay? Basically, what you have is the baby boomers in control are saying that the guys that are my generation, Generation X, that we can't, right. we, we can't win. We're flamethrowers. We're, we're too loud. We're too mean. We're too, really, they're saying we're too Christian and too conservative. They just can't come out and say it, okay? And uh, But they want the uh, mild-mannered baby boomer Man, the last seven governors of Virginia have been baby boomers. Every last one of them, from George Allen up to Ralph Northam, they're all baby boomers. And so what are we going to do, send another baby boomer? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the baby boomers have driven this country into a ditch, and it's the Generation X that's going to get it out. Well, the way I look at it, and I've said this before, and I'll repeat myself, is 1950s to me was the last decade. We had some problems, and if they'd have been uh, worked on a little more creatively, we wouldn't have the situation we have today. But it was the last decade uh, that we, uh, uh, as a whole, we still believed in God, we believed in yeah. ourselves, and we believed in our leaders. And something happened in the 60s, and I believe it was well, the advent of Linda B. Johnson. Well, let me, uh, let me tell you why that happens. Uh, I wrote an article a year before the election, that explains this. This uh, In every four generations, this happens, Mike. So what happened in the 60s, 70s uh, was not new. What's happening now is not new. Every four generations, this happens. In the 50s was the tail end of the healing period after World War II and the Great Depression was over. That was the last flashpoint that we had. 
And always after the flashpoint, the same thing is happening, which is what happens after winter. You have a spr- well, you have springtime. Winter well, kills we- everything off. Springtime is a new growth. So you remember the 50s fondly because the 40s and 50s was the new growth after the winter of World War II, after the winter of the Great Depression. And so then the 60s and 70s was the summertime. Things heated up. The 80s and the 90s was the autumn. Things began to unravel. And now we're living in the winter again, which is killing off the old system so that 10 years from now we can have what, Mike? A new spring, a new beginning. Well, I hope you're right, but the thing is, we are not really a Christian nation, in name only. Right? And we cannot be, we cannot be a Christian nation and be where we are today. And you know it. Well, you know it. on that basis, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and, uh, brother, and and uh, have a great year in the future. Okay. Thank I, you. I appreciate your call. I appreciate your listenership, my friend. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, all right, folks, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366, and we want to say hi and welcome to Robert from Lenexa up in my neck of the woods. I'm an old country boy from Charles City County, and, uh, man, if you happen to be my age, we may have played each other in football, basketball, and track. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I'm. I'm one of those. Uh, those baby boomers. I was born in '60. Well, if you were born in '60, you just barely a baby boomer because I was born. <laughs> I was born in '61, and I we you and I we're like right on the dividing line. You're you're okay. on the baby boomer side of the line. I'm on the Generation X side of the line. Yeah. Amen. So now, did you play? Did you did you grow up in New Kent? No, sir. Uh, James City County. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we played James City any. Uh, yeah, Charles City and New Kent used to be in the Tri-Rivers District, and, of course, New Kent moved up to Double A, and uh, right. Charles City is still Single A. So, uh, yeah, uh, Middlesex, King William, uh, King and Queen, uh, West Point, uh, and it used to be New Kent, and uh, Charles City, a few others, Surrey County. I can't remember them all, but uh, – yeah, right. good yeah, good played, times. Played, and, uh, yes, sir. We played um, York County. Uh, we played uh, Hampton. Those schools down that way. Oh, okay. Now we used to play Pocosin, but again, Pocosin moved yeah. up to Double A like New Kent did. Yeah, and okay. those were always tough games. I loved playing Pocosin yeah. and New Kent because you had to bring your A game. Okay, particularly in football. Now in basketball, we would always whoop uh, Pocosin. But in football, <laughs> it was always a battle, okay, always a battle. Those were some tough guys. <laughs> and, uh, right. But those right. were really, really good times, I'm telling you. I love it. Yeah. So what's on your too. mind I, today, brother? Well, brother, I just wanted to, to say, you know, we've got so much uh, going on in our country that's negative, that's um, uh, people hating others, disliking others. Um, well, hasn't it um, always hasn't it always been that way, though? Y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I do believe it seems like it's multiplying uh, rapidly. Well, it's and, like and, I just explained to Mike. Every four generations, it, it spikes. Okay, and so okay. it's like the four seasons, and we're in the winter, which is designed to kill the old vegetation off 
and allow the earth to replenish itself so that the earth has the energy to produce a springtime. And so this is what's happening society-wide, except in a season it's three months. Uh, Intergenerationally, it's 20 years. Right. Yeah, and so we have 20 years of uh, springtime growth, we have, uh, which was the 40s and 50s. We have 20 years, or actually it's about 22 years, of, um, of uh, heated activity, which was the 60s and 70s when the baby boomers were kids and they were flipping cars over in the middle of the street and setting things yeah. on fire, making all kinds of demands, having sex in right. the middle of the street, ch- you know, challenging all the uh, proper mores that we were taught, the things that got us through the depression in World War II, yes. um, the sternness, the uh, the ability to follow God's law. These are the things that got us through. And the baby boomers, they challenged all of that. And uh, and then the, the 80s and the 90s was the autumn. Uh, and again, it's this. so you're talking like 20-some-odd years each segment. And now right. we, we're at the winter of it, okay, because the 80s and the 90s was the unraveling. Things began to come apart with Bill Clinton. The thing about Bill Clinton was America's moral fiber was unraveling because not because Bill Clinton was a reprobate, but because the reprobate was accepted by half the population. See, that's 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 the key. Now, had Bill Clinton been rejected, he would have had to come along in an earlier decade. Uh, in a, uh, a decade prior to the unraveling. And this happens every, this is a cycle that just constantly repeats itself, okay? And so yes. now, you know, and people are complaining about Trump. Oh, he's not presidential. He's this, he's that. He doesn't know what to say out of his mouth, and he should put his Twitter feed down, and he should act like a president. What they're really saying is he should act like it's the 1950s. But it's not the 1950s. It's 2017. That's right. You know, and you know, another thing too is a lot of hatred, a lot of things going on. Like I was saying, but you know, I was reading in scripture the other day, uh, John um, fifteen nine. Uh-huh. Jesus said, "As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you." And yeah. In, and in, and in another scripture in John, it says, "As I have loved you, you go love others." Well, this is now who, but who's doing that? Okay, that's the Christian conservative <laughs> right. constitutional capitalistic coalition. Okay, we yeah, as Christians a, practice that now. Do, does the Muslim world practice that? Not okay. you know, not those that are believe in the fundamentalist uh, version of Islam, or in other words, those right. that read the Quran, believe the Quran, and implement the Quran. They don't yeah. practice that. Now, do the right. neoliberal Democrats practice that? Man, they booed God at their last convention. Right. They, you know, they don't practice right. that. Look at how they're treating uh, President Trump, uh, yeah. which is the way they treated President Bush, but just put it on steroids. Right. right. Okay? Because remember, right. they said Bush was, um, um, that he had stolen the election, and that election down in Florida, it was the, every time they did a recount, uh, Bush won. They, they recounted yeah. it six or seven times, and they kept changing the rules. And every time they changed the rules of the recount, the margin got smaller and smaller. Had the Supreme Court not stepped in, they would have figured out a way to steal it because yes. they stole the election from Nixon with Kennedy with the dead people in Chicago. Huh. 
I mean, these, I mean, if you take a crime map and an election map and overlay them in all the parts of the nation that habitually vote Democrat, they match up perfectly with all the crime hotspots. Yeah. And it's not right. that Republicans don't break laws, okay, because all are fallible. As Jesus said also in the book of John, my friend, there's not one that's righteous, no, not exactly. one. Exactly. Okay? That's right. So we're, that's we're right. All, as a matter of fact, when someone told Jesus what a good man he was, he, and again in the book of John, he said, Why sayest thou that I am good? Knoweth not thou that there is none, none, none good except the Father. So we're dealing, we're dealing, um, Robert, we're dealing with human nature. According to our big brother, Jesus Christ, we're dealing with human nature, not that uh, particular people or a particular time is somehow unique. You know, right right there in the Garden of Eden, brother killed brother. It doesn't get any more plainer than that, that this is human nature. Right. And in Proverbs, it says there's nothing new under the sun. Amen, brother. Amen. Listen, I appreciate you. And uh, have you checked out our new website, thereallyrealdeal.com? Okay. And look, when the window pops up for you to fill it out to receive the daily newsletter, please do so. Uh, We would love for you to be a recipient of the newsletter. And I forgot to mention, man, I have all the I have a box of Bibles to give away. Can you make your way? uh, Do you know where our studio is in Chester? Uh, No, sir, I don't. Do you ever come to Chester? Occasionally I come out that way. (laughs) Okay. well, don't hang up and, um, you know, talk to um, uh, Mark. And uh, we have a box full of Bibles here. If you know, uh, particularly if you know someone that uh, perhaps is in need of God's holy word, you sound like you're full of it, brother. And uh, and I I, I appreciate that. And uh, And I appreciate you too, brother. Yeah, but we all know people that need it, okay? And and so we got a box of Bibles here that were sent to us by our good friends at Zondervan. Uh, They're a Bible, a big, big Bible publisher. And uh, there's no better Christmas gift that you could give to someone, particularly a young person that has to go off to college and has to fight through all the indoctrination that these wicked people are going to uh, dump into their brains. Uh, we need, to, we need right. to arm them with truth, and there's no truth like God's holy word. So, we, yeah, we've got a whole box of Bibles to give away, okay? Nice leather-bound, really nice Bibles, okay? Well, anyway, God bless you, brother. Uh, we appreciate yes. you. You too, and, and thank you for all, all you do. Okay. It's it's a pleasure, and it's an honor, and it's a privilege, and uh, and I thank God for it. Amen. All right. Well, all right, folks. We're going to take a quarter to the hour break, just a minute too late here. but uh, So we'll have a short segment on the other side of the break. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804 454 one three six six. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig.
Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal, and uh, listen to that beautiful, beautiful Christmas music. Now, that is The Really Real Deal. That's what it's really, really all about, and um, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and uh, my prayer uh, for everyone out there listening uh, under the sound of my voice is that God would be born, uh, if he's not already, that he would be born in your heart and uh, born again in your heart. And uh, that we just, we send that as a prayer out in Jesus' name, amen. And um, what, we have three minutes uh, until the uh, top of the hour news break. And at 11 o'clock, we're going to have Bill Gertz. Uh, We want to remind you, Again, uh, also, the, um, I just got notice that the, um, the play at Fairmount Christian Church uh, that we've been promoting uh, has been canceled due to weather. Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful play. My wife and I got to see it last week, but uh, you will have another chance to see it tomorrow. Okay, uh, God bless us, everyone. Uh, the story of uh, what happened to Tiny Tim. Now, we we are still in fundraiser mode. The number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And uh, if you want uh, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, to continue to be able to sling the hatchet of truth, uh, sharing with people uh, things like the seven C's for success, uh, which are 
Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunity, choice in all things, choice in all things, okay? Confrontation with evil and consistent application of law. If, if these are things that uh, you all uh, think would be uh, good to continue, uh, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man out here as a watchman on the wall, then you can be a watchman on the wall standing right beside me, okay? With your donation dollars, the number here, 804-454-1366. We're going to take our top-of-the-hour news break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to have uh, Bill Gertz with his latest book, I War. the best news and talk am 820 wntw chester is the answer Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, the really real deal, as we listen to a little bit of that velvety smooth voice of Luther Vandross. And uh, we just love this time of year, folks. The Christmas season is upon us, and uh, we are going to... Uh, Take a little break from uh, our 10-year anniversary fundraising event that we've been doing. And uh, I know many of you out there have really anticipated this interview as much as I have anticipated doing this interview. We have with us, folks, on the line none other than the great Bill Gertz. And uh, Bill is a New York Times bestselling author many times over. He's a veteran Washington Times columnist. Uh, you can check him out at the Gertz file. And right now, Bill Gertz, uh, hey, brother, uh, Merry Christmas to you. And thank you so much. Thank you for all you've done over the years. Thank you for writing this great, great book, I War, something that I talk about all the time. And, and thank you for visiting and sharing with our audience. Well, thank you, brother, for having me on. It's a, it's great. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Yeah, and uh, I'm telling you, this is, uh, you know, to, to folks like you and I, uh, what's happening is obvious. But uh, the way the Democrats get down, uh, I call them the coalition of evil, and I lump them all together. Uh, 
Not not you out there, Ma and Pa Democrat. I've been saying that for years, just like when I beat up on the Republicans. I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. I'm talking about your leadership. But these people, uh, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, the, uh, the Democrat leadership, the media, the communists, the socialists, the fascists, the atheists, and the Muslim fundamentalists. And I could that list could go, I could go on for another minute. Uh, they're they're all in cahoots with the same idea that your rights and my rights are not a gift from God, but that our rights are whatever they say they are. That's right. They're looking at it from a globalist perspective, and they don't see it, uh, the uniqueness of the United States of America and, and the freedoms that we have here, and that and we're we're gradually losing that under the liberal left leadership, as you mentioned, and it's a real problem. And ho- the more people that become aware of that, yes, uh, the more people that can help to correct that and make it and help those people to understand that. Look, we've got the greatest uh, blessing here in America, and the reason we have that blessing is not just for us, but it's for us to share with the world. And yet, uh, the way it's working now is the rest of the world it seems to be coming against. All yes. of those uh, American values and ideals. Yeah. Well, the world is dominated by nations that want your rights to be what the people in power say they are rather than rights w- that you're born with th- because they are a gift from God. And, I mean, our founding document says that the purpose of government is just to secure rights, not to grant them. Yes. Doesn't that make us unique from, let's say, the the Islamic countries which the word Islam literally means to submit. Yes, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we have this uh, incredible system, and uh, it's in peril. I mean, we need to fix it. We need to get uh, people understanding uh, that uh, freedom is not free. Uh, you know, we've, Amen. Got to, we've got to work to, uh, to correct whatever uh, problems we have, but uh, the basic system is great. And, and the biggest problem, in my view, is China. Yes. China has uh, a commu- is a nuclear armed communist dictatorship, mm-hmm. and they've figured out that the communist economics don't work. So they've kind of made kind of a quasi capitalist system, but mm-hmm. their their political system is still uh, a a communist dictatorship, and Top they're starting down. to export that. They're starting to export that yes. to challenge the view that the United States has been doing for the last century or so that says mm-hmm. we're that we're the greatest uh, system and people should follow our example. Yeah, yeah. Now your book I War, you share basically um something I've been on for years that warfare has morphed and it's not like it's 100% new, the technology is new, but the intent goes all the way back to Sung Tzu 2500 years ago, you know, 500 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. He was writing that the greatest victory you will ever win in warfare is the victory you win without firing a shot. So share with the audience, Bill, how a nation wins a victory without firing a shot. Well, the Chinese in particular, the Russians as well, as well as the Iranians and the North Koreans and, and the Islamic terrorists, they have figured out that, the U.S. is the most powerful country militarily, and so they've realized that they're not going to win against us militarily, so they're using information warfare, and that ranges from using economic leverage, uh, diplomatic, intelligence, 
all of these what I call non-kinetic. That is, they're right. non. There's no effects that uh, are physical directly, uh, mm-hmm. but they they have the same effect as warfare. Now the problem for the U.S. is we don't we haven't recognized this. Our government and our leaders have not understood that we are already in kind of an information war with these countries, and mm-hmm. and we're not winning. And you know yeah. what they say in, in warfare: if you, if you, if you're not winning, uh, you're losing. Right, and because there's so no we, such thing as a stalemate. Yeah. yeah. Now we warfare in in our lifetimes has well well a little a little longer than our lifetimes but let's say the lifetime of our nation uh, warfare has gone from uh, you know weaponry that shot one time to uh, multiple shots to warships to planes uh, to nuclear weapons to the point where people realize that there's going to be no winner because even if you win what are you going to rule over e- everything's destroyed. And and so th- this information isn't this wasn't there a, a cohort in America that did understand this because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ronald Reagan waged yes. economic warfare on the Soviet Union, uh, brought the price of oil down to, I think, ten dollars a barrel. And uh, Russia, being a petrol state, could not financially keep up with the weaponry. So they just said, uncle. Yes, you're exactly right. Um, during that was the last time the United States understood the threat posed by uh, a, a major power. Now, at that time, it was the Soviet Union and mm-hmm. all of its satellites, and they were spreading to Africa and Latin America. And Reagan understood that, so he launched a very targeted information program using uh, covert means to support dissidents in in the Soviet Union in Eastern Europe. And basically other means, too. Uh, You Mm -hmm. mentioned the economic side. Also on the military side, he developed the Star Wars uh, anti-missile system, which basically when when that happened, uh, you know, we we learned after the fall of the Soviet Union in 91 that Gorbachev said that that was that was really the death knell. They knew Mm -hmm. that they could not compete with this technology. So it was a combination of those factors. But more than anything, it took leadership. It took recognizing we have a threat and calling the threat what it was, an evil empire. Mm, Exactly. I loved how he used those words, the evil. And, you know, and the thing about Reagan is that, and again, dealing with information, he was called the great communicator for a reason. And and it seems that in our war, communication is key. And uh, case in point, you know, we could go on. We could go on for, for, for the whole two hour program on the uh, international uh, scene and, and, and the implications of information warfare. But I think a lot of people see it more in our daily uh, existence, the way the two camps internally um, approach this, with the Democrats uh, being extremely aggressive and the Republicans being always on defense, being cautious and wanting to be above above the fray and treat them as my friend across the aisle. Uh, have these Republicans not read Saul Alinsky where he said use their book against them? Yeah, uh, that's definitely the case. I mentioned that in IWAR. This is chapter uh, eight. You know, this is yeah, a concerted so, effort. To yeah. Make. And folks, to, uh, get this book. It, Bill, this book is great, man. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Chapter 8, go go right ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, no. It's, uh, like I said, the, the point is you have to understand what, what happened during the Obama administration. It goes back to the 60s when the anti-war radicals uh, who— 
really were against America. They saw America as the greatest threat to the world, not the Soviet Union, not China, not uh, other nations. Uh, they saw the U.S., so they had this anti-U.S. Uh, perspective, and they realized that they, they couldn't get anything done with street protests, so they ended up going into the government, and they culminated during the Obama administration uh, with what they called the long march through the institutions of America to try and transform America from you know a democratic, uh, republic, freedom-loving, uh, capitalist system into a more socialist, uh, globalist system, and uh, we're really suffering from the effects of that. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, under the Trump administration, they'll take some steps to try and reverse it. And and they are. I've, uh, I was recently at a White House briefing with a senior official who was talking about the various things that they're doing. They're trying to undo a lot of these bad things that were done during the Obama administration. Well, why didn't Trump just fire everyone? I mean, see, Democrats know how to wield power, and it, and it seems yeah. that people that are aggressive with power and want just personal power have a, a keener understanding of the use of power than people who are defending freedom do. Because I remember Bill Clinton fired all 93 of the um, United States attorneys, and no one made a peep. George yeah. Bush fired six of them, and, you know, the, well, no, the Democrat information machine descended on him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Well, the Trump administration has. In fact, just yesterday I was at a briefing where an official said that all 94 U.S. attorneys, except one, were, were dismissed. The problem has been the Democrats in Congress have blocked the Trump administration from replacing those attorneys. So now they've gotten rid of the former attorneys, but they haven't been able to get their people in, in place. So that's kind of how, what the problem has been. They, how, I think how they do, recognize. How do they do that? I mean, I think this is one of the things Roy Moore is, is running on. He's saying, and I'm in agreement with him on this particular point, that you have a 51% majority so why not use that rather than the 60 percent? I mean, the Democrats went from 60 to 51 on certain things. And uh, now if they were in power, who doubts that they would take it 100 percent 51 rather than 60? No one doubts that. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the Republicans in the Senate are starting to get things done. I think a big test will be. Uh, in the coming days when they're going to do this tax reform plan, they've got a mm -hmm. major overhaul of the tax system, the first one since uh, um, uh, 1986. So hopefully they're working through now the conference. It's passed both houses. Now they've got to go through and make sure that the House and the Senate version are reconciled. And then uh, once that gets passed, that will be a major accomplishment. I was yeah. uh, very concerned that there, it was going to be blocked in the Senate, but uh, it appears to be on track. Mm-hmm. And, and, folks, if you're just joining us, we have with us the great Bill Gertz. And Bill's latest book is I War, War and Peace in the Information Age. And, uh, and now, Bill, can you hold on uh, just for one break? I have one very, one more very, very important question to ask you. Uh, okay. But we're, we're in the middle of our very first fundraiser in the 10 years that I've been on the air. So I've got to take okay. this break. We'll be. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, we will be right back. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. There'll be heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. 
Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. My special guest, Bill Gertz. You can get him at thegertzfile.com, his latest book, I War, War and Peace in the Information Age. And uh, thank you so much for staying over with us, Bill. Sure. Good to be on the program. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I tell you, it's good to have you. I've really been looking forward. When I heard about this book, I was like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And I've enjoyed it, man. Uh, But now, this is a question I have for you, because many, many people, even on our side, okay, uh, Uh my, my big issue is that I think, on our side of the aisle, you know, and I'm, I speak to and about the Christian Conservative Constitutional Capitalistic Coalition. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we're people that believe in things that are solid and real. And above all, we believe our rights come from God, not from our fellow man or our, our rulers. Amen and, to that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but our, our side seems to want to give the other side, and this is the side that believes our rights are whatever the people in power say they are, as you accurately point out with China, Iran, Russia. Well, we have a cohort of people in America that uh, believe in being a ruler, not governing by the consent of the governed, but just ruling. And But we seem to give them credit for the integrity of their intentions, yeah. And I'm trying to get at their intentions that my, my belief is that they don't 
See, and, and now, it, you know, we it's, if you and I differ on this, that's okay. You know, with you and I, we're still brothers in arms, okay? But <laughs> it, it seems to me, Bill, that when we say that they believe that, they, let's say they believe in the socialist utopia uh, pablum yeah. that has never, ever worked anywhere it's been tried, okay? But that, and so this is their reason, their justification and when we say that, I know we don't mean it, but the way it comes across to the uninformed person, uh, it comes across to them that they mean well. And I think they believe in communism and power because rather than compete in the open marketplace of ideals, which a capital-based system means you have to compete, okay? I have to compete yes. for donation dollars. Businesses have to compete for customers. Uh, as a broadcaster, I have to compete for listeners. Where people that go into government, they are escaping the competition and they are mandating that you do what they want you to do rather than convincing you of that. And I think that is the crux of the divide between Republican and Democrat. I am I wrong? No, you're correct. You're correct. It's it's what it's what I call ideological subversion, and like I say, it's been going on in earnest since the '60s, and uh, it's part of this uh, whole cultural Marxism uh, narrative, where they're out to change the system. They have a goal in mind for personal gain, not to benefit society. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's 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 subversion, and they've done it through the entertainment industry they've done it through the education system they've they've uh, are attempting to do it through the business community uh, all facets of our society are kind of under information attack from this kind of this anti-american narrative and it's up to us uh, on on the right side here to to get these things right and to, and to yeah. educate people and we have to do that through debate so we need uh, better information tools uh, you know, I've approached the uh, uh, Trump administration with a lot of the proposals that I have in my book, and they're very open to them. And what we really need to do is to set up new institutions which are going to fight against this uh, cultural Marxism, which is uh, really destructive of our whole system and, yes. and our values. Yes, yes. Well, God bless you, brother. You are really doing the Lord's work. <laughs> and, uh, now, how has your personal experience been and the, the types of pushback that many on our side uh, receive? Well, um, it's, it's been, uh, I've got to say, it's been a challenge. I mean, you know, um, like I say, I, I briefed the White House <laughs> uh, several months ago on a number of proposals, and, uh, but then uh, the people that I was, uh, I was working with were, were moved out of the White House, Steve mm. Bannon and... Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, Seb Gorka, you know, but there's other people there, too. So I'm, I'm hoping to meet with some senior officials and also present these ideas because it's doable. Everyone yeah. agrees that we need to do it. It's uh, the problem is right now things are so polarized in, in Washington. Uh, it's very hard to get things done, but yeah. I think it can be done. Fifty one percent, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, 51, while, that's while we have it, you know, what if yeah. we lose it? Okay. Yeah. While yeah. we have use it while you get, while you have it, make hay while the sun shines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, okay. Bill. It's it's been a true delight, and uh, you are welcome uh, to have to share this microphone anytime, brother.
Okay, well, have me back on in a couple of months. I'll, I'll, be, I'll look forward to it. Okay, God bless you. Thank you all again. Right, God bless you, and Merry Mer- Christmas. Merry Christmas, brother. All okay. right. Well, all right, folks, and um, we're going to open the phone lines up. We have uh, 804-454-1366. That was great with Bill Gertz. Uh, we have time for just one phone call. My good friend, uh, Pastor Carl Gallops, is going to join us on the other side of the bottom of the hour news break. And, uh, well, let me take that back. We don't have time for one phone call. We uh, just got the sign. We're a minute to break. And uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, so that that was great. We encourage you to purchase the book. You can get the book at our website, as a matter of fact, thereallyrealdeal.com. We are now an Amazon affiliate. Uh, the website is thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to have my good friend, Pastor Carl Gallops. Back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program as we listen to a little bit of the wonderful, wonderful voice of Josh Groban. Oh, holy night. The reason for the season. And uh, we want to say thank you to you all for staying with us. And uh, we want to say thank you and welcome to my very, very good friend and uh, brother in Christ, Pastor Carl Gallops. Brother Carl, how you doing, man? Brother Craig, the hatchet man. I'm doing wonderful, man. Thank you so much for having me on with you and your amazing audience. It's always a joy to be with you. Yeah, it's always a joy to have you, and uh, we have you on so often, brother, and I I really, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And, uh, And when I go to your website, man, you are just doing stuff uh, all over the place, uh, 31-year minister uh, down in Florida, uh, top 60. Uh, and top 60 is like all times, folks, okay? It's not like he wrote one book and he's top 60 for that one book. Uh, uh, Amazon uh, top 60 author, best-selling author. His latest 
gods and thrones. And uh, this this brother is prolific. He understands God's word. And you know what I like about you, brother Carl, is you. What's that, man? Tell me. Tell me what you like about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, say it you loud do, and proud, brother. What you, do you like about me? Well, you do so well what I merely attempt to do, and, oh, and that's gosh. to take God's word and apply it to daily life. Which well, I think we, we, I think we as Christians, we is fine and nothing against um, prayer closets and things like that. But we need, uh, you know, we need Christians out in the world, and we need things explained to people from a Christian perspective, so that people have an understanding. And particularly, uh, brother, call uh, Christians that are persecuted or maybe in their family or on their job they they feel alone i mean elijah felt alone but god assured him there were seven thousand that had not bent the knee right that's right brother that's right yeah yeah Yeah. and you know anybody that's doing the work of god like you me and many others like us you get the elijah complex every now and then you yeah i have to admit (laughs) Yeah, you kind of curl up in a ball and think, oh, Lord, it's only me out here. <laughs> and, and, of course, you know, that's that's what Timothy struggled with. And the Apostle Paul said, look, Timothy, the Lord has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound, sound mind. mind. Yes. Timothy, get up, get back to work. You're not the only one. Mm-hmm. You know, So sometimes we just have to have our face slapped and and, yeah. be, and be reminded, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you do but, that but, so well, brother. You you explain things well. You have, and you, you have a full background, a former law enforcement officer, a pastor of a real church, not just a guy with a preaching degree, but um, you're doing the hard work and you're doing these big things. And so... Uh, you what? You, I think in the basketball world, don't they call that a triple threat? <laughs> I don't know, brother. I don't know. I just hey, as long as I'm just being a threat to Satan's kingdom, I'm I'm happy about it. There you I, go. There you go. I want to go. be an ambassador for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. But yeah. you're very kind to say all of that. You yeah. know. But the thing is, the body the body is made up of different parts, right? I mean, yeah. You had your Davids, and then you had your Solomons, and you had your Apostle Pauls, and then you had your Peter. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and your John. I mean, all of them. Very mm-hmm. different fellows with very different gifts and callings, and and so you know some of the gifts that God has given me are um, are um, a little more earthy, you know, from a yeah. cop to a pastor to mm-hmm. you know I'm a little more black and white. I examine the scriptures from an investigative standpoint, and mm-hmm. I do I think as applying the scriptures not only to daily Christian life, but to the world we live in, to politics, to the government, to, yes. to our culture. We um, need I it, brother. That's, yeah, that's Say, important. And, and that's a gift God's given me. He hasn't given that to everybody, but then yeah. again, there are gifts that other people have that I wish I had, but I don't. So anyway, yeah. that's how yeah. it works. Yeah, Satan has convinced so many people that uh, religion and politics are the twain that shall never meet. Oh, that's and lie, uh, yeah. that's the one of the biggest Absolutely. lies, and and this yep. is this is how they're able to get away with so oh, much. Yeah, yeah. You let know? me let me show you the trick Satan does, and, mm-hmm. and 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 how the the gods, little G behind the thrones. That's my book, Gods and Thrones. Let me tell you how they work. This now, watch this little subtle trick because they work through thrones of power. They the demonic realm works through people. Mm-hmm. And particularly people who are in places of power. And please hear me. Yes. Some of the thrones are, of power are in the church, brother. Yes. I mean, please think about it. Yes. The big denominations, especially the big yeah. uh, congregations, megachurches. Now, I'm not saying megachurches are evil. Please hear me. I'm only saying 
that there's power associated with that, and pastors had better be careful. Big denominations. Look at the Roman Catholic system. Not not bashing my Catholic brothers and sisters, just saying that's been around for 1,500 years, brother. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Power, thrones, thrones of power in the Middle East, thrones of power, Washington, D.C., nuclear mm-hmm. powers, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran. You don't think there's demonic powers working? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, but here's how they do it. Watch. So here's how they convince pastors to shut up in the pulpit about biblical matters. They take biblical matters and they turn them into political issues. I'll give you a couple of examples. Mm -hmm. Then they declare them to be political issues. Then they tell to the preachers, you just stick to preaching the word. You stay out of politics, separation Mm -hmm. of church and state. For example, about 100 years ago, they summarily declared... There is no God. We came from a slime pit, and we're teaching our children they came from monkeys. That is now the law of the land. Mm -hmm. That is now the politically correct thing. Preachers, don't touch that. Stay out of that. Mm -hmm. Then they took abortion, and they legalized that, and they said that is a woman's right. That's a constitutional right. That's a political matter. Preachers, stay out of that. Fifty million souls lost. Yeah. Just just in this country. Yeah. Exactly. Then they took the whole issue of sexual, what the Bible calls sexual perversion, mm-hmm. all manner, fornication, adultery, homosexuality, gay mm. marriage. They took all of that, made mm-hmm. them political issues and, quote, constitutional rights, and then mm-hmm. they poke me and you in the chest and say, preachers, leave that alone. That's politics. Right. You right. see how they do it. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a dirty trick. And pastors and churches and Christians acquiesce. Brother yeah. Craig? That's why I, I, I talk all the time about the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition, trying to let my brothers in politics and business and conservative thought circles uh, try to let them know that we're shipmates, brother. And if the ship goes down, we, we all go down. Yep. <laughs> we're exactly. natural shipmates. And uh, exactly. speaking of the of the ship going down, um we had a great, great, and I bet I said to uh, I said to my my sweet wife, I bet Brother Carl is there. We had a great, great uh, rally down in Florida, and uh, where where uh, where you happened? To, did you happen to be there? Well, you know what? I was live on the air during that time, but oh. I did have yeah, I did have a reporter on the ground there who did a live remote broadcast for. Oh, for okay. Oh, yeah, okay. But, and I opened, as you know, his rally in January of 2016, which was yes. also in Pensacola, to a packed out civic center, some yeah. 15,000 people. Yeah, and he had almost that again. He he had yeah. 15,000 when you were there, but he had only 12,000 this time. And I think the reason why that other 3,000, because you didn't open it this time, brother. That's what it was. That's what, <laughs> hey, hey, that's what I told myself. I said that to my wife, and she just rolled her eyes. I don't know what that means. But she said something about I had a beautiful mind. What does that mean? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> hey, but let me tell you, I can tell you why it might have been down a little bit, but 12,000 still, depending that's on strong. how the seating is arranged, that is a packed, that's that, packed. Yeah, because and it's strong to be able to pull that. Um, I mean, yeah. it, it's just, oh, uh, yeah. and, and the things that are happening, uh, and I really want you to speak on, uh, two things that are happening that are really, really big because our time is limited, and that's okay. uh, the recognition of Israel, you know, which yeah. is in, on, on one level is like recognizing that two plus two equals four and not yeah. 22. 
Uh, you know, but on a, on another level, it's like it's, there are so many stupid people on the planet that we have to celebrate, um, you know, when someone speaks an obvious, obvious uh, truth like that. And, uh, yeah. and then the other thing is the Roy Moore uh, situation. I, yeah. I know you have close ties to Alabama being on the board of regents of Mobile uh, University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And plus, I've got close ties with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, Mike Zulo, the whole Obama fraud thing, and a lot mm-hmm. of the same elements are are a lot of the same elements are connected to this and being done by the same forces: the the leftists, the liberals, the DNC, the, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Now, but, yeah. Before we get into that, can I take a quick break because I don't know yeah. if you know it, brother, but uh. I know you you got like 22 years on radio, and I'm trying real hard to catch you, but the more I go, the more you go, too. This is my 10th. <laughs> we're starting our 10th year of uh, radio, so we're having our very first ever fundraiser uh, telethon, so I need to give the phone number out. And the number it, here, folks, is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Six six. We're gonna play a quick little snippet of a uh, of a promo, and then we'll be right back. And our guest, brother Carl Gallops, uh, is gonna answer uh, this the situation with the recognition of uh, Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, uh, and a little bit about the uh, Roy Moore situation from someone that actually has connection to the area. We will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you.
Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal, with a little bit of the little drummer boy. Make you think about what type of gift are you laying at the feet of the king. And uh, welcome back to the program. If you're just joining us, we have my very good friend, Pastor Carl Gallops, uh, from down in North Florida, uh, Brother Carl, as I lovingly call him, uh, Brother Carl uh, has written extensively. As a matter of fact, his latest book, Gods and Thrones, uh, you really, really got to get it and, uh, you know, go to his website. As a matter of fact, his book is up on our new website, thereallyrealdeal.com uh, as well. And uh, Brother Carl, uh, you go to Carl Gallup's Ministries. And uh, Brother Carl, thank you again for staying over. Oh, Craig, it's my honor. Thank you, Brother Craig, and uh, and and thank you for posting uh, the book at your website, and thank you for for telling people about it. And Lord bless you. And you asked me two very important questions. Uh, how yes. much time do I have total, so I know how to gauge my answers? Okay, we have about ten minutes. Okay, for both questions. Well, yeah, five minutes okay. each. Yes. Okay. Well, let me let me do that then. Is that okay with you? Yes, please. Okay. Do. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, as far as Jerusalem being uh, named the place for the U.S. Embassy and therefore, of course, also recognized officially by the number one world superpower, the biggest superpower the planet has ever seen economically, militarily, etc., the United States of America, Jerusalem being declared capital of Israel, that's an earth-shattering, world-history-making prophetic event. This is the first time in 2,500 years that Jerusalem has been considered by the power of the world and therefore the powers attached to us Mm -hmm. as the capital. And I'm telling you, all of the powers of hell are shaking right now. But there's something very prophetic about this, and Mm -hmm. I'll explain that to your folks in just a moment. But before I do, let me just say this. You see, it's a very complex issue, but I'm giving the quick, quick answer, the Mm five-minute answer. But the bottom line is... uh, Think of the connections here. When Israel was reborn 70 years ago, this year, now that's a, that's a prophetic number too, by the way. This year is the 70th anniversary of Israel. And right in the middle of the 70th anniversary of Israel comes the reestablishment of Jerusalem as the capital. And that's the 50th year, which is another big number, mm-hmm. the 50th year since Jerusalem was recaptured in the first place back in 1967. Mm-hmm. So you've got those huge events converging right at Christmas time, mm-hmm. the first coming of Jesus Christ. We are now living in the most prophetic times since the second coming of Jesus Christ. And, you know, brother, our generation is the only historical generation to see the return of Israel to the land 70 mm-hmm. years ago. And yes. You and I are not 70 years old, but 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 I'm saying our In our lifetime, generation. yes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All of our lives, brother Craig, Israel has been there. Yes. But but to people 70 and older who are in your audience, Israel wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I mean, for 2,500 years, it wasn't there. So we're the first generation to see it. We're also the first generation of world wars, 1917, 2017, 100 years ago, the First World War. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and then World War II, and now, and, you know, I'm not a warmonger. I pray there's no war in our lifetime. But now world leaders are talking about World War Three with the collapse mm-hmm. of the Middle East and North Korea and Russia and China and Iran and nukes and Turkey and on and on and on. Well, now with with uh, Donald Trump uh, making this pronouncement, this declaration, Israel proclaiming the veracity of it and saying, yes, this is the capital. Mm-hmm. 
Now world leaders are going crazy again. And see, the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, Mm -hmm. both declare that in the last days that the nations would come focused specifically on the city of Jerusalem. They would come against Israel. They would Mm -hmm. come against the city of Jerusalem would be the contentious point. Jesus even said that in Luke chapter 21, 22. He said, when you see Jerusalem, not Israel, but Jerusalem, surrounded by the armies of the world, then you'll know that time is very close for the return of the Son of Man. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this whole thing may set that up prophetically. But the bottom line is, we are the generation. Brother, it's like when the shepherds went to see the baby Jesus in the manger. Mm -hmm. They saw an amazing thing pronounced by the angels, pronounced by the Word of God, if you will, But it would be 30 years later before he walked the shores of Galilee, and then it would be three years later before he would go to a cross. Mm -hmm. And those shepherds, there's nothing in the Bible about those shepherds being at the cross Mm -hmm. or the resurrection. They they might have all been dead by then, Mm -hmm. because if they were in their 50s, 33 years earlier, they they would be gone. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm making is, even though those shepherds saw prophecy being born, literally born before their eyes, the next day, guess what they had to do? They had to feed the sheep. They had to pay their bills. They had to pay their taxes. They had to go back to work. Same thing with us. I think a lot of people are missing what's happening because mm-hmm. they've been to the manger. They saw the news. They watched Israel proclaim Jerusalem as the capital. And then the next day, they paid the bills, mowed the grass, and went mm-hmm. back to work. Not you, you see what I mean, brother, how you just take all this uh, world-shattering <laughs> wisdom <laughs> and he weave it into a story that everyone can identify with. <laughs> Thank you. I pray so. But oh. that's it. I mean, that's it. That's where we are. So I'm telling yeah. people, wake up. Yes. Look what's happening. We're the first generation in the world it's big. to see this. It's That's big. Huge. And God yeah. bless President Trump, you know, and, yes. and folks uh, love to hate on him because of his, uh, you know, per, uh, perceived imperfections. But doesn't God use imperfect men? I mean, come on, you guys, open oh, your please, Bibles. Please name, name, <laughs> a, name a president, you know. You know yeah, uh, and they know, all you, promised this. Yeah, even the Democrats promised it, and then you knew Obama was lying when he said it, and probably oh, yeah. Bill Clinton. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. you know, Bush promised it. I mean, they've been promising yeah. it forever, and Trump yeah. promised it, it and war. also followed through. Well, see, the people knew that it was uh, the the guys that were running for office knew that it was popular with the people, mm-hmm. but they also knew it was unpopular with the powers that be, the thrones and the gods behind them. Right. Thrones. And so they promised it to the people to get elected. Mm-hmm. And then they just took advantage of that little six-month kick-it-down-the-road mechanism and winked, winked, and, well, you know, the political climate's just not good enough yet. Yeah. And, and it was all planned from the mm-hmm. beginning. But the bottom line is God is using Donald Trump. Name a president that was a perfect, godly, wonderful, hmm. never-had-a-problem man. Yeah. Go back to Washington. Name, a, name a radio host that fit that bill. Yeah, well, me. <laughs> don't you, look at I mean, me. Other than us, other than us, I mean, you know, other than us, name a radio host. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, when, when you ask people to name a perfect radio host, they immediately say Craig the Hatchet Man oh, and, Car- and man. Carl the Gallops. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I guess uh, when, when we <laughs> both get home, our wives will roll their eyes at us. <laughs> Don't mind rolling her eyes now, brother. I guarantee you. Hey, listen, and, you, and your precious wife, you know both of us married way above ourselves. Yes, you know we that? did. And uh, I yeah. tell people all the time that uh, my sweet wife, Mrs. Hatchet, is my secret weapon. Yes, yeah. yes, brother, she is. And yeah, so is my mine. secret weapon, and uh, well, you did well. You did well yourself, brother. 
Yeah. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Do yeah. I have time to talk about Roy Moore? And please so, do. Yeah, about three minutes. Okay. Bottom line, I'm telling the people of Alabama, Roy Moore, another Donald Trump, another George Washington, another Carl Gallupson, Craig, the Hatchet Man, and that is, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Listen. He's gone 40 years without a single accusation. He's gone 40 mm-hmm. years with a stellar record of, of his judicial uh, service as well as his service to the Lord and the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Um, people change. I, and I, out I front with it, too. You know, in this era where Christians are attacked, he's been out front with the uh, Ten yes. Commandments. He's been yes. defying the authorities. Yes. Uh, well, you know, there's been plenty of opportunity for them to try to take him out in years past. Yes, and yeah. the bottom line is that for 40 years, no one has ever brought any of this up. Now, listen, I'm not saying if he literally committed criminal acts against women and the statute of limitations is still in place, mm-hmm. charge him. Charge yeah. him. Let him have his day in court. Listen, I'm a law and order man. I'm not going to cover up for anybody's criminal acts that are still uh, held against him by the by the by the laws by the statutes. I'm mm-hmm. a law and order guy, man. I was a deputy sheriff criminal investigator. I get it. Right. But I'm saying I also understand as a deputy sheriff criminal investigator. I also understand that when 40 years pass mm-hmm. and 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 nothing like this has ever even hinted, and then all of a sudden when he's going to run for Senate under a Donald Trump campaign, mm-hmm. and he is who he is, the great Roy Moore, and all of a sudden on the same day. Women come out of the woodwork saying, mm-hmm. oh, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. He's, he's a pervert. He's a pervert. Well, I say to that, okay, if he is, we'll deal with him. But somebody press charges. Somebody bring some evidence. And, and no one has. That, no, no one has. And the first woman that brought her evidence that looked like it was condemning turns out was a forgery. She yeah. admitted it yesterday, <laughs> which when I looked at it and reported on it, I called it a forgery long before she did because you yeah. could tell it. Yeah. So. And I've worked with forgeries as a Mm -hmm. criminal investigator. Mm -hmm. And so the bottom line is I'm telling the people of Alabama, look, vote the man in. Vote him in because here's the deal. If If he gets in office and then we discover say he admits it or some forensic evidence come forward, then take him out and mm-hmm. put another person in. It's simple. But if you don't vote him in based upon lies and allegations and you find out that he was innocent all along, then you've hurt yourself, you've hurt this country, you've hurt an innocent man. And, and you helped the swamp the in Washington. You're, yes, you're going to let the beast in Washington do this to all of us yes. who, who dare to step forward with truth. Very so well I'm said, saying, brother. I'm saying put him in office and let God handle it, but think of the facts. Forty years Mm -hmm. and not an accusation, and then when he runs for Senate, they come out of the woodworks, and yet not a one has ever pressed charges. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I appreciate you sharing that, and uh, I concur uh, 100%. And, uh, folks, that's the great Carl Gallup's, uh, his latest book, Gods and Thrones. you got to get it, folks, and uh, we got to have you back again real soon, brother. And uh, Anytime, brother. Always honored to be with you and your great audience. Yeah, and in the meantime, you and Pam have a very, very blessed Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. You have a Jesus-filled Christmas as well. You, your precious wife, your father-in-law, all your precious family, and yes. give them all my love, and God bless you, brother. I and, and will. And congratulations for 10 years. Hey, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it, brother, and uh, we're looking forward to the next 10. Okay, man. All I'm right. there with you. God bless you. Bye now. God bless. Bye-bye.
Well, all right, folks, uh, we're right up against the end of the program here. And again, the uh, number, uh, if you'd like to donate, uh, well, actually, just uh, go to the website, the uh, reallyrealdeal.com, the reallyrealdeal.com. We really appreciate you all being there. And uh, again, we're looking forward to the next 10 years. God bless you, folks. We're going to be back here tomorrow at 9 a.m., 9 to 11, live tomorrow. See you then. Where is the best news and talk? AM 820, WNTW Chester is the answer.